I love the way you talk that talk, boy. You build a world with every word you say. I knew I was gonna fall for you, boy. I was only before a memory was made. Yeah. Darling, I was young enough. I know I was dumb, dumb enough to throw my heart in. I know we're growing up and life is rough But, but love at any cost is a bargain It's quite the bargain Yeah Oh, I've never been more at home At a house or a hotel So let's take a time on this road Hello, everybody Welcome back <laughs> It's been a minute I haven't talked to you guys in a while now And there's a good reason for that so this is going to be a two-part podcast. In this first part, I'm going to be reading to you a 100% true taboo love story about how I became in a relationship with a married woman. Just saying that out loud absolutely terrifies me because I know there's going to be some of you that hear that and immediately your opinion of me may be skewed or swayed one way or another and first things first just let go of who you think I am secondly I just ask of you to listen to the entire story before you make your final judgment I wrote the story in this way because initially I believed me and her were in a fairy tale. We're living a true life fairy tale leading us to our happily ever after. Rather, it was a true Brothers Grimm tale, absent of any happy ending. With that said, let's get to it. The True Tale of Snow White and the Night. There once was a queen named Snow White. She went to the woods and stumbled upon a knight. Like in a dream, they fell in love at first sight. But things are not always as they seem. The queen and king lived in the castle with their two daughters, taking care of each other while always looking after. Though Snow White had so much worth to give and skill and practice, she often would leave seeking those in the kingdom in need. She heard of a village just through the woods that was attacked by a dragon flying high above. She thought, let me go check out the devastation. See if I can be a part of the restoration. Even after such desolation, the village had a radiating spirit that Snow White could feel as soon as she walked in. Everyone had a smile on their face as they were rebuilding what had been destroyed and broken down. Walking through, every resident she came across was just as inviting as the next. Not knowing what she may be walking into, 
this gave her a surprising amount of calm. Coming to see how she can help, she met with the village knight who was sworn to protect. Their very first encounter, they could have talked for hours. Conversing that produced a vibrance all could feel yet none could explain. A level of chemistry and fluidity that shook the very ground beneath them. Even something as mundane as game planning their objective was flurried with excitement between Snow White and the Knight. In order to obtain the dragon, it was going to take patience and practice. The Knight was meticulous in his plan of action. As Snow White asked endless questions, giving him a clue of what they could do. Back and forth they went, sparks flying all over. By the end, both had a clear vision of what they could do. Paying very little attention to how they had just flew right through. In fear of crops and livestock becoming scarce, they agreed to work together, side by side, to kill the beast. All while the knight couldn't believe he had come across someone with such high esteem and Snow White felt as though she had finally found exactly where she was meant to be. In the next coming months, they would spend countless hours together, walking the woods, tracking, investigating, looking for signs that would help them find this dragon. For others, this would be monotonous, dull, tedious, but not for them. Every moment was filled with excitement as they got to really know one another, engorging the forest with their laughter, sharing stories of their past, disclosing their deepest fears, thoughts, emotions, with zero concern of judgment or criticism from the other. Discovering, admiring, empowering, and encouraging one another for exactly who they were. As their time together grew, so did their feelings for each other, though those feelings would remain unspoken by both Snow White and the Night, for the fear of the unknown can be crippling. Both of them thinking, are my feelings mutual? If they aren't, and I speak on, on them, will our connection and interaction be tarnish going forward this can't be real can it (laughs) there must be a flaw to this somewhere at some point is acknowledgement worth risking losing our friendship through this entire time of denial and disbelief though the bond continued to grow deeper and deeper Every common occurrence feeling rich, like savoring on a perfect piece of fudge. Yet they still fought and resisted to acknowledge what was so obvious to everyone else. Until one day, they received a message from the city council saying the king had become ill with what may be the Black Plague. Instantly, they knew that the next few weeks or more, Snow White would be tending to him and their children, unable to see the night. 
they both were immediately taken over with extreme sadness and grief. Yet not for a moment was it for the king himself falling ill, rather for the impending doom that they would not be able to see each other. That night, in a moment of courage, the knight couldn't withhold his feelings any longer. He sent a raven to Snow White, telling her exactly how he felt about her, prepared for the heart-wrenching and breaking outcome he had felt so many times before. To his surprise, though, it was the exact opposite. She wrote back in what seemed to be immediate as if she had sent her raven at the exact same time as his. (laughs) with what could only be described and explained as a interlocking affirmation letter, confirming and agreeing to all of their hidden thoughts and emotions. Their sadness was quickly replaced with a jubilation unimaginable. They continued to write one another nonstop for the next coming days until they would get the news that the king's illness was a false alarm and he was completely healthy, allowing Snow White to continue working with the knight free to see each other. And as soon as they did, there was an immovable force pulling them to each other. True love's kiss, sensual and passionate. It was the cherry on top bringing what was already a cultivating friendship to the absolute next level. Worried of what was in store as they became dating one another, they continued to question what was to be. Taking this next step, they had no idea how it would go. Yet, like any everything else, everything prior, their synergy was always there. Full of true joy day in, day out. Getting to know one another inside and out beautiful layers of humanity exposing itself within one another. As they continued on in their discovery of each other, so did their inside of the dragon. They ended up finding where the dragon slept and decided to attack straight away, hoping to catch it off guard. It didn't stand a chance against those two. They confronted the dragon sword in hand. Snow White stood directly in front of its face, staring down its nostrils as it breathed in and out, deep in sleep, ready to distract as the knight got in position, flanked to the side in order to strike it in its heart. Unbeknownst to the knight, Snow White was prepared and ready for a fight. Striking swift and fast without a glimpse of fear, he watched in awe as the two of them went back and forth. Every one of her blows hitting harder than the last. When suddenly, the knight heard a loud screech. She sliced the dragon from ear to ear, slitting its throat. In extreme pain, they watched as the dragon flee into the woods never to be seen again. The knight, overwhelmed with astonishment of what he had just witnessed, he could only send Snow White what was a deep, genuine smile from within, and she did the same in return. In that moment, they both knew that they were in love. 
unsure if the dragon was truly dead for good, they continued to hunt for the next coming months in search of finding its head or body. In that time, Snow White and the Knight's love for one another would grow, (laughs) but so did their guilt and pressure. Since the very beginning, the the king was questionable and suspicious, feeling every bit of her lingering glee when she'd come home at night for sleep, thinking, wow, she's so happy. That's obvious to see. But she's never been this happy when she was with me. Her eagerness to return home from work has become lesser and lesser. The king's thoughts would continue to fester. Meanwhile, never hiding his growing displeasure. Asking, insisting, poking and prodding at Snow White. An attempt for her admission to living this double life. One with the king as his wife, another in love with the knight. Under attack by the king, she had had her fill. Stress building and building, causing her to become mentally and even physically ill. The number of arguments and lies continued to grow, each one taking their own toll. The next time he'd confront her with a strong interrogation, she caved, gave in, confirming all of his frustrations. With the cat out of the bag, everything blew up in Snow White's face. Family and friends making sure she felt ashamed and disgraced. Her children confused and upset with her. The king hurt, constantly inquiring, trying to figure out how it had come to be. Snow White faced with what seemed as an impossible decision. Keep her life, that is, or leave In that moment, she locked herself away in her castle, unwilling to face the madness she created. The knight, feeling left, casted away, filled with anger and frustration, couldn't believe she'd be this weak or cowardice after everything he'd seen and gotten to know about her. After everything she had told him, After all the hours and hours of conversations about past, present, and most significantly future, talking at length of their life together and what it'll entail, joy, happiness, and laughter being the core foundation, spearheading them through any challenges they encountered. Riddled in defeat, she chose to retreat. (laughs) Can't believe I wrote this shit. (laughs) Ready to leave the kingdom with a clean sweep, the knight gathered his things, packed his bags, said goodbye to his loved ones in the village, and set root back to his quiet homestead after one more slumber. The following morning, just as he was beginning to mount his horse, he received a raven. It was from Snow White, fervently pleading that he stay, that she needed him now more than ever. She couldn't lose him. Not now. Not like this. He was extremely reluctant to give in to her request. Seeking guidance, he spoke to the wise man in the village, who insisted that he be there for her and be a support for her because otherwise... She'd have absolutely nothing and nobody. 
still, he sat and he weighed his options. Leave and selfishly protect his own heart or stay, be there for her and increase the depths of which it'll hurt when she decides whether or not to be with him. Ultimately, he did send her another raven, assuring her that she would never lose it, that he'd always be there for her, no matter the circumstance. As the dust began to settle, for the next three months, they continued to write one another constantly. They would attempt to take time to cut off communication from one another so that they could both begin to process life without the other. Although every attempt seemed to be just as pointless as the next, as the, the one who initiated the cutoff would break their silence within 24 hours. Even as they had gone those three months without seeing each other, there was one thing that was repeatedly reiterated by the both of them. Their strong love for one another had not faded, not one bit, until one day it was all over. Snow White wrote her final raven, letting the knight know that she had chosen to keep her family together, heal the pain that she had caused, and stay with the man she vowed to love. Asking that she no longer be contacted, all communications were broken off. All of the ravens in the kingdom were slaughtered. All existence of her in their life and in their village was gone. Everyone in the village were grieving the loved one that they had lost, yet none more than the knight himself. Left feeling devastated and dumbfounded, Isolated and alone, just as she found him. Every emotion running through his body. Every thought imaginable going in circles through his head. The thing that would stick with him the most was that final letter. A letter written in a way unlike any other letter he had ever received from Snow White over their entire ten months of writing each other. Not to mention in the days leading up to her final decision, the ravens he received consisted of her saying things like, I love you more than any other man in my entire life. My biggest fear through all of this is losing you, forcing him to question its validity. Was it written by the king? Was it truly how she felt? After months of feeling this way, unable to shake his unease, Tired of holding on and afraid of what he may do one day, the knight decided to figure out how to reach her one last time with a final farewell letter. That was his attempt. After writing his final letter, he snuck over towards the castle, making sure to avoid any guards, grabbed a stake, and stabbed the letter into the ground just outside of her everyday passageway. Overtaken with a sense of relief, he decided to finally leave and head to the homestead. Once again, he gathered his things, packed his bags, said goodbye to all of his loved ones in the village, and set route for the next morning. That next morning, the night was seeing life again. The sun felt warmer, the flowers looking vibrant with color 
as he took stride back to his quaint lifestyle. Yet, once again, just as he mounted his horse, he received another fervent message. This time from the wise man in the village, telling him how the king came to his home, irate about the letter that he left Snow White, saying she showed him the letter because she, quote, just didn't even want to deal with it. The king was pleading to the wise man, asking that the knight respect their wishes and leave them alone, as if the wise man had some sort of hindrance upon what the knight did or didn't do. This was the exact sentiment that the wise man expressed to the king. Unsure if the message was received, he let him know as well that the decision to respond or concede was entirely upon his queen. The wise man is explaining this entire elaborate encounter. Meanwhile, the knight is holding back a smile and laughter. Filled with the realization that both the king and Snow White were cowardice and weak. The king for coming to the wise man afraid to confront the knight himself. Snow White for passing along her battles that she created in the first place. With a grin from ear to ear, the knight takes full mount, rides off into the horizon, knowing there's no more he needs to hear. Later on, Snow White would end up riding back the knight, but by that time, he had already left. After receiving the closure he needed, now his time was spent processing his grief, accepting the fact that though the dragon remained slain, the dragon slayer herself, the woman he fell in love with, no longer existed. Well, that's my story. I hope you guys can relate to it somehow. I hope you can find the deeper meanings in it and come up with your own interpretations of what this is because I I put it all out there. I put my entire heart and soul into this story of what we were. Who knows? <laughs> I'm still in the realization that who knows? Maybe I'll hear from her someday. I don't know. But at that point... It'll be like we're starting from scratch because she's not the same person. I'm not the same person at all. I've grown so much from this and that's what I'm going to be talking about in the second part. As much as I'd love to be on here bashing her and expressing and letting go of all my anger towards her and towards the whole situation and the anger towards myself of allowing this to happen and all that, I... I just don't want to do that. So in this in this next part next week, I will be expressing what came from this. In what way has this allowed me to grow? In what way are all the different messages in the story and how they came about? I hope you guys keep listening and yeah. Come up with your own theories of what you think the dragon is, what you think the messages mean, and I'll I'll confirm or deny. I remember when you first said you love me. You're my favorite girl, you know, my honey. No, I miss you when you call me, baby. 
know I miss you every night when I'm lonely. I swear, no, I messed up, but I love you. 